Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Hey, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Today's Issues here on American Family Radio on this Tuesday, May the 25th. Thank you for listening to AFR. My panel today includes Walker Wildman. Good morning, Walker. Good morning. Fred Jackson. Good morning. And Ray Pritchard. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? How's life in Kansas City today? It's all it's okay. It's yeah. always rain, rain, rain. Other than that, we're waiting for some sunshine, but otherwise it's okay. Really? You've had a lot of rain, have you? Well, we've had you know these rainy gray days on it yeah. for about it seems like about half a year now it's been that way. <laughs> <laughs> I, something about the jet stream, I don't I don't know. We could I, use some rain here in Mississippi. Yes. Getting yeah. down dry. If don't I say could, that. I'd send it to you. Let me tell you something. Rain to our friends in Louisiana is a four letter word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Joe, see how I did that? Yeah. Okay. I like that. Um because they they just now it just now stopped the last couple of days. There was major flooding in South Louisiana, but um and eight days of hopes going back down there again, aren't they, Walker? That's right. Yeah, they'll be uh, down there for two weeks. So check out the Eight Days of Hope uh, website for more information. I know many of you listening have participated in an Eight Days of Hope trip, and uh, we encourage you to to uh, check that out. Eight Days of Hope, I guess it's dot com. That's right. All right, Tim Walker, Fred, and Ray to review here. That's that's uh, so we all got a quarter of a brain. <laughs> So that's a we're, we got a full deck we're playing with today. Walker, tell folks how they can join us on the internet. Yes, our website is afr.net. It's an easy and a convenient way for you to listen there at afr.net. You can also catch past shows there at afr.net. We also have the app, the AFR app on your smartphone. And then lastly, we're on social media for now until we're canceled. Uh, Facebook <laughs> and YouTube. We're on Facebook and YouTube. Just type in today's issues. You can watch the show there. Also, our producer, Brent, will post the news stories. The late Rush Limbaugh used to say he was doing the show with one half his brain tied behind his back. You remember that? Uh, yeah. That's what he would say. So we got we got a quarter of a brain, everybody here, so we're putting one together. Fred, did you, did you or Brent, our producer, bring in this flavored popcorn? Brent brought in that one. I brought in one, too. Somebody, I don't, dropped this off at the station this morning. Yeah. It is caramel covered popcorn with chocolate mixed in hello hello yeah ray i need to we need to ship you some of these i am, I am starving this morning oh, people man, know it. our affinity for popcorn here uh-huh is uh, i partake during the show so i can just listen to you guys wax eloquent <laughs> and i do put my mute and also people for me down on the but now i haven't eaten any flavored popcorn i don't think i've ever had I've had caramel corn, but caramel corn with chocolate flavored mm-hmm. stripes, Ray. Have Have you tried some yet? I'm going to. Good. Uh, we need. To I've tried out. some. Yes. What do you think? A- and then before the program, Brett and I were talking, and I dared to look at the back. Yeah. You know the uh, nutrition little thing. The nutritional value or lack thereof. There are two and a half servings in this bag. Yeah. And okay. they tell us each serving is 150 calories. So in this tiny little bag. 
Yeah, it's uh, not much. Don't I don't believe that stuff, Fred. <laughs> just just don't even believe just that. Just enjoy it. You know what? That's I'm right. gonna I'm gonna go ahead here on live national radio and have me a just one kernel. Is that what you call it? Yeah, yeah one. Open that for me, Walker, before I Uh-oh. spill it all. Stab Uh-oh. it with a pen. Huh? Can you yep. open it? Because I'm yeah, afraid if I rip it tear. open, it's Ooh. all going to spill out on the floor. There we go. There. Oh, there we go. go. Okay, so I, this is my easy. first taste of chocolate-covered caramel. caramel. Now, I've had Pop caramel. Pop. We've all had caramel yeah, corn, sure. right? I See like what this chocolate Huh? It's a good concept. Oh, man. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to let y'all do the rest of the show. <laughs> I'm going to go eat this one piece at a time. So AFR needs to stop, start producing some popcorn If we... If AFR produced this right here, <laughs> now this company's already doing it. We have to steal their recipe. Mm-hmm. But I, I can change it up a little bit. What would happen was our people would support us unlike they ever have before. Because mm-hmm. all so we do good. is say, for a gift of hundred buck, for a gift of hundred bucks, I I, like we could probably could charge a hundred bucks a day. Mm-hmm. So we'll send you this chocolate covered popcorn. Get people addicted. <laughs> you know, kind of like math. <laughs> and uh, there you works. go. It is good stuff. It is good stuff. Absolutely. Mm. Well, I'm gonna put it down. I eat the whole bag. <laughs> <laughs> and that, that would be that would be how many servings, Fred? It's 150 calories per serving, and there's two and a half servings in that bag. You're I telling don't. me these twelve <laughs> these twelve popcorns equal 300 calories? Yeah. Mm. And they're change. good though. It's worth it. It's good. all right, Fred. What do you got? All right, on this program and other programs, when we have talked about President Joe Biden's policy with regards to now an open border in our southern part of our country. We have said that we believe that the Biden administration uh, wants to bring tens of thousands, millions of people into the country and give them voting rights uh, so that uh, they'll vote Democrat forever and ever. I think we that kind of summarizes what we said. Mm-hmm. Now, let me read you the headline that I just put on onenewsnow.com. Biden administration wants to fast-track citizenship procedures. All right, have a listen to this. The U.S. This is an Associated Press story. The U.S. agency that grants citizenship, green cards, and temporary visas wants to fast-track applications for green cards and citizenship, including granting waivers for those who can't afford to pay fees and eliminating other restrictions. All right, so step one. You don't have to pay the fees for the paperwork and all that sort of thing. Like I did when I applied for a green card many years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, the, the other, one of the other things, uh, you wouldn't have to fed, have a federal judge to swear you in as a citizen. Just an office worker could do that for you. But listen to this. The plan also seeks to give potential U.S. citizens the benefit of the doubt. For instance, it specifies that an immigrant who mistakenly registers to vote in U.S. elections before becoming a citizen won't be punished anymore. Doing so now can lead to deportation or criminal charges, likely ending a person's chance for citizenship. So basically now the Biden administration is moving towards what we predicted, fast-tracking people who have entered this country illegally and and basically giving them citizenship in no time yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. Uh Walker, get your thoughts on this, and then Ray. Let me just tell you, uh, I, I don't mean this literally, but uh, I'll just say it like this: There's no point in having border control. All right, 
There really isn't. It's a, it's all a pretense. Uh, it's all a, it's it's phony. Now I'm not saying the border control agents are, are phony. Don't misunderstand me or are doing a bad job or anything like that. What I'm saying to you is that Joe Biden, our president, doesn't he wants people to flood into our country? Yes, illegally. That he desires that. Mm-hmm. The Democrats desire that. Mm-hmm. They don't like borders. Borders are racist. They're xenophobic. They uh, represent uh, colonialism. <laughs> I mean, all these things. Yeah. They don't like borders. So Biden and Harris and the Democrats, with a few exceptions, namely the, the Democrats who represent uh, Texans and Arizonans on the border, the reason they're not going to do anything to stop illegal immigration is because they want it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now they may say, they'll say a few things along the way, like, Oh, we're doing a good job or the borders under control. Mm-hmm. We know that's not true. We read every day, tens and thousands, hundreds of thousands. They're saying upwards of a million people are going to come here illegally mm-hmm. by the end of the year, maybe even before the end of the year Walker. So further proof that they have no desire to stop this is what Fred just, the information Fred just gave us. And, and by the way, this story says, home, according to Homeland Security, which oversees U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, they don't have to go to Congress to make these changes. Right. So they're, the, the king, Biden, <laughs> yeah. is, 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 has, has thus decided that he's not going to protect our country. And you know what? If you don't like it, you can lump it. Yeah. Basically is what he's saying, Walker. Yeah, the you know, it used to be where I would say, well, you know, the Democrats are just trying to get get as many people in our country illegally as possible. Then they grant them amnesty, and then they have a bunch of Democrat voters uh, and the permanent Democrat Party forever. But I think it's a little more sinister than that. I think I really? think the Democrats— and That's pretty sinister. <laughs> yeah, I think the Democrats want to destroy our country, and this is one way to do it is you break down the system, just like they're doing with everything else. They're doing it with the economy. They're doing it with our foreign policy. Now they're doing it with our immigration laws. I think they just want to overwhelm the system and destroy the country. And in the meantime, they'll get uh, a couple. So so excuse me for interrupting you, and then Ray can comment. To destroy the country and then fill in the blanks so that they can remake it in a socialistic, uh, communistic-type, manner is that what you're well, saying well the, the the democrats thrive off of 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 <laughs> fake crises of of they 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 create a crises and then they jump in and fix it this is what they did with health care that's what obamacare was a disaster from day one they weren't interested in universal health care or health insurance they were interested in government takeover of insurance so they're doing the same thing with immigration create a crisis create a disaster come in and grant amnesty and create more government control. So, Fred, you're saying that the Biden administration is fast-tracking mm-hmm. immigrate, illegal Im- immigration to make them No legal. fees. Uh, we don't need a judge to swear you in his citizenship. Uh, all of those sorts of things. Basically, yes, it's fast-track, and that's the word. Well, let but, me, but, let, but there's one more thing here. Then Ray, go ahead. All right. Uh, according to this AP story, the issue has been in the spotlight, uh, and this is with regards to illegals voting. Uh, made a recent surge in automatic voter registration and former President Donald Trump's repeated concerns that millions of people voted illegally in 2016. Last year, this is the AP story, not not me. Last year, Illinois automatic voter registration program mistakenly registered hundreds of people who said they weren't U.S. citizens. 
Mm-hmm. This is AP saying this. Yeah. Well, first, this is not Donald Trump. Yourself, you have to ask yourself the question, Fred. How in the world does that happen? Quote the word mistakenly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it's in Illinois, the system was probably set up that way. Then somebody caught them, and they say, "Well, that's a really big mistake." Look, the fix is in all the way across the board. It's just what it, Walker. It's just exactly what you said that you bring in these illegals. You basically get rid of the border. And Tim, as you said, it's not the border patrol is not the problem. The men and women on the border, they have an almost impossible job to do down there along the Rio Grande in in Texas. The problem is with the policymakers in Washington. This is just all part of the great reset, right, Tim? The the great reset we've been hearing about to uh, turn America, number one, into a one-party country, number two, into a socialist system that cannot be changed ever. And one more thing I'd like to add. It used to be. Because I went through the green card process many years ago. When you came in from Canada. When I came in from Canada, you had to have somebody in this country sponsor you. You had to have somebody in this country say, this person, in my case, Fred Jackson, would never be a burden on the state. That was my father-in-law. He sponsored me when I came into this country so that I could never claim welfare, unemployment, all of those sorts of things. Just think about you were just talking. There are thousands of people entering this country illegally every day now on the southern border. Yeah. Do they have to sign somewhere saying uh, Joe Blow will sponsor me? No. Know who's sponsoring uh, these people coming in? No. The taxpayers of America. Yeah. Right. It, it, it's it basically it's the, all we have on the southern border is a welcome center. Yep. Uh, you know how you cross over from state to state and they'll say welcome to Mississippi <laughs> or welcome to. Kansas, and then they'll, they'll have a welcome center where you stop and get brochures. And, you know, uh, and they take the sites you can see, the things you can do in their state. Basically, that's what we got going on on our southern border. I saw a disturbing video yesterday. Fox was running this. This was down, I believe it's along the Texas-Mexico border. One immigration official running, not driving, I saw run, that. running, chasing about 20 or 30 people who are entering the country illegally. One guy. One guy. Yeah. One guy. They're overwhelmed. And that doesn't include the people that are coming here. Well, that does include when we're talking about the upwards of a million people coming here illegally just this year, uh, by the end of the year, we're setting records. That, uh, that That's talking to, you know, these folks are coming here. That doesn't inc- that only includes the people sort of that we know about. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? That doesn't include the drug, the prostitution, the human trafficking, the the gangs, uh, all this stuff. Um, and the fact that people are now co- coming here not only from uh, the Central America, they're coming, now they're coming, it's becoming a, a cottage industry, if that's what you want to call it, where folks are coming from around the world, traveling to Mexico, and then coming up. Uh, knowing they're going to get a free pass over the United States border. Well, you know, elections have consequences. I'm not convinced that oh, – I'm not going to relive that argument again, talking about the <laughs> presidential election, but we all know the problems associated with the election. But let's just assume for a minute that, uh, you know, the Americans voted for the Democrats. Uh, this is what you get. Mm. This is what you get and uh, with uh, – with the Democrats, with today's modern-day Democrat Party, they, you know, they want P- 
people pouring in here illegally. They they don't even like borders. So uh, that's why you don't hear Ocasio-Cortez going down to the border. And Remember how she went down there when Trump was president? She was screaming about kids in cages and the drinking out of toilets, and she was doing her phony crying and all that stuff. She doesn't do that anymore. <laughs> even though there are many more children, quote, in cages. Right than there were under Trump uh, is because she knows that Biden is doing a good job of letting everybody in here. So she's not going to be critical of the situation. You're listening to today's issues on American family radio. Fred, next story. Well, the uh, story that we led with yesterday on this program with regards to revelations now that my goodness, the uh, COVID virus originated in a Wuhan lab it did not jump from an animal to human beings. This was something a number of people talked about this over the last year. And, uh, you know, the mainstream media saying, ah, oh, just wild accusations. Conspiracy now, theories. Conspiracy yeah. theories. All right. Now, <clears throat> we played you a clip, and we're going to play it again, of Anthony Fauci, Dr. Anthony Fauci, the so-called COVID expert in this country. Fred's, uh, Ed's not here to correct you on your... Pronunciation. Uh, no, I, I have a certain freedom today. Okay, so you can go ahead and call him Fauci if you Fauci. want. Fauci. Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Uh, all right. Here he is one year ago when he was talking about the origins of, of COVID. This is what he's had to say in May of 2020. Cut one. If you look at the evolution of the virus in bats and what's out there now, it's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated the way the mutations have naturally evolved a number of very qualified evolutionary biologists have said that everything about the stepwise evolution over time strongly indicates that evolved in nature and then jumped species so there he is dr fauci just a year ago a year ago (laughs) and and, of course, the mainstream media that just loves Dr. Fauci, uh, anybody who questioned that a year ago? They were like, canceled. They were canceled. One of those a year ago who questioned Dr. Fauci and his theory of, of the virus jumping from animals to people was Steve Mosier. Have a listen to what he was saying a year ago compared to what Dr. Fauci just said. Cut number three. Wuhan is a only level four laboratory in all of China. So that's where you would put a dangerous pathogen. Whether you were genetically engineering it to be a weapon or not, that's where you would be experimenting on it. So it makes sense that the epicenter of the epidemic, that the lab there would be the source of that virus. Of course, people like Moser, like I said, were just dismissed. They're conspiracy theorists. They're crazy people. Mm-hmm. We need to listen to the experts like Dr. Well, President Fauci. Trump was ridiculed and mocked for saying yes. that, uh, I don't know if he said uh, categorically that the virus came from the Wuhan lab and was released to the public, or if he said it may have. Do you right. remember, Walker? Whatever yeah, the case. I think he said it may have, and he did call it the Wuhan virus, but... You know, this. Um, there were actually reports put out years ago, well before the pandemic, that that warned about this, the practices of the Wuhan laboratory, and how basically it was it was risky behavior that they were undertaking there at the Wuhan laboratory. And so, uh, the, the, actually, all the details 
all the evidence actually points to it coming from this lab. There's actually little evidence that points from it coming somewhere else. So the really the burden's on China and the Chinese government to prove that it didn't come from the lab because all evidence is pointing that it did. And, you know, it's a shame because, as we, as you mentioned, Fred, many people were canceled from Facebook and Twitter and other places and criticized because how dare you bring up a conspiracy theory, you know, about it coming from the lab. Well, a year later, as it turns out, it probably did come from the lab. It's like Frank Turek said yesterday, a lot of, a lot of these stuff that passes as science mm. is only the opinion. Science is supposed to be, in today's modern vernacular, it, if it's science, it's uh, remember if I, we follow the science, it's supposed to be settled. It's supposed to be fact, unchangeable fact, factual information. Well, Ray, we now know that science, as Frank said yesterday, no, what we have is not science. We have a lot of opinions by scientists, okay? Yeah. Which uh, now we know. I'll give you another prime example. Glenn Kessler is a writer for the Washington Post. When Ted Cruz suggested a year ago that this may have come from the a, the Wuhan lab and been released on the world uh, because of the information that gentleman just gave, because it was a, it's a uh, place that researches viruses, Wuhan, these kinds of viruses, uh, the Washington Post went after Cruz and said that he's basically uh, he he's he's ignorant. And they gave him four Pinocchios, which means he's a four times a liar. Okay. Well, that same guy now has to come back and say, and said the fact checker, these fact checkers, the fact checkers are all liberal. Yes. They're all liberal and they fact, they, their fact checks aren't fact checks. Their fact checks are now sometimes they are. But mo- a lot of times, all they are is, no, we have a different opinion. Ours is a liberal opinion. Ours is true. So it's a fact, and yours is phony. Right. Now this, this guy who gave Cruz four Pinocchios last year has to come back and eat his words. <laughs> and he says, he says, now, how the Wuhan lab theory suddenly became credible. Well, that's just what Cruz said last year, and you mocked him and ridiculed him and said he was... Basically, in a, a, a uh, for Pinocchio ignoramus. So, uh, so Ray, a lot of these now Fauci, Doctor Fauci <laughs> has done a one eighty. How, okay? how can we believe anything right. Doctor Fauci says? Anything, right? Because it doesn't matter. He is such a publicity hound, and he loves the camera, right? Yes. He loves the interview. So, whatever he said yesterday, does it even matter? He's going to contradict himself today or tomorrow. I think I think we're way past time for him to be taken uh, seriously. He's just yeah, <laughs> you know you, you you could make a you could make an album of of the best hits of of Dr. Fauci, and each each quote would be contradicting himself for what he said before, going way back to last yeah. year. So, what a joke! And, and uh, yeah. uh, by the way, Tim, I also saw that people are calling for the World Health Organization to investigate what was happening <laughs> in Wuhan. What a joke! The WHO is an unofficial arm of the Chinese Communist yeah. Party. Come that's, on, that's a great point. I was just going to mean that, uh, make this uh, bring this point up. Jen Psaki, which again is the spokesperson for the White House. That's not a, a drink, okay, <laughs> or, or something you order at a Japanese restaurant, which Ed says. Jen Psaki, that's her name. Uh-huh. Jen J E N, and then her last name is P S whatever. Anyway, A K I. 
She said yesterday she gets so annoyed with Peter Ducey from Fox <laughs> News. He's the only one who will challenge her mm-hmm. on anything, and she can't take it, hardly. Yeah. She gets so annoyed at him. And she said uh, it's not, uh, the, the, that whether this came from the Wuhan laboratory or not, that is COVID-19, uh, that's for the WHO to decide. Like, <laughs> And Ray just told you about the WHO. Uh, the WHO was the same organization, World Health Organization, who said at first, I don't know, China told us this can't be transmitted person to person. Uh, we don't know. Huh? Trust us. Oh, brother. Good yeah. night. Come I on, said, man. Good night. We'll be back in a minute. Stay with us. On the next Today's Issues, we'll talk with Wesley Wildman about Men of Honor. It's produced by AFA because we understand we want to be a part of the solution to the problem of fatherlessness. In addition to the life skills, we start off with a 20-minute Bible lesson from a speaker. We'll also have news headlines and analysis from American Family News. Don't miss the next Today's Issues, weekday mornings at 11 Eastern, 10 Central on American Family Radio. What would it be like if every person knew that they were created in the image of God? After two years in the making, American Family Studios proudly presents In His Image, delighting in God's plan for gender and sexuality. There are only two sexes, male or female. If you're conceived with a Y chromosome, you will develop into a male. In His Image is a documentary featuring life-changing testimonies of former LGBT individuals. In my most formative years of development of sexuality, I went through a brutal time of uh, sexual distortion, molestation. Visit InHisImage.movie to watch In His Image. Well, everybody, welcome to this unboxing video as we unrocked my hormone blockers. In His Image from American Family Studios is available now for free viewing. Visit inhisimage.movie. You're made in the image of God. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes with news and commentary next. No matter your career goals, you want to find a university that provides excellent academics and state-of-the-art facilities at a price you can afford. At Liberty University, they believe a quality Christian education should be available to everyone. That's why they've frozen their tuition rates through the 2021-2022 academic year and offer multiple scholarships, like the Middle America Scholarship, to bring that price point even lower. Learn more by texting STARNS to the number 49596. The Biden State Department has given permission for embassies and consulates across the world to fly the Black Lives Matter flag today. In memory of George Floyd, the Minnesota man who died in police custody, Derek Chauvin, the officer who put his knee on Floyd's neck, was recently found guilty in the case. The State Department is encouraging embassy staff to commemorate Floyd's death by embracing BLM pledging allegiance to an organization that has terrorized American cities, pillaged and plundered businesses, beaten innocent people in the streets. American embassies are flying the banner of an organization that was founded on Marxist principles. This is America. We don't pledge allegiance to the rainbow flag or the Black Lives Matter flag or the transgender flag. We pledge allegiance to the American flag. By the way, I have a brand new book coming out, and you are going to love it. Our Daily Biscuit, Devotions with a Drawl, available now at your favorite bookstore. Thank you for listening to American Family Radio. Here's a thought from Scripture. And he said to them, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. 
for one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to today's issues on the American Family Radio Network. I'm Tim with Walker, Fred, and Ray. We'll move on to the next topic, but um, Ray, the... We were talking about the World Health Organization. The White House yesterday said that it should be up to the World Health Organization to, de- to investigate whether the virus escaped from the Wuhan lab in China, that is COVID-19. I would put in parentheses, or was it released on purpose, in parentheses. But, none, uh, but uh, we were saying that the World Health Organization has little or no credibility. They were the ones, Ray. If you can believe this or not, early on, do you remember this? They said, China has told us. <laughs> that's a, first of all, stop right there. Right. Okay. <laughs> China has told right. us that uh, this virus cannot be transmitted person to person. Do you remember that, Ray? That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I'm not, uh, to borrow from George W. Bush, I'm not misremembering, mis- <laughs> am I? here no you're not that's that that, that is what they said right yes i'm not making this up that was I'm, in the early days of the pandemic early days of the pandemic and listen as we've said here before we all are, can make mistakes we all can say things mm-hmm. that later proved to be not the case that's that's the human experience okay but this uh, was every, this was a whopper this was a whopper <laughs> that but the the, the problem that I have is all these quote experts a year ago, including the journalist who mocked Ted Cruz and president Trump and others for suggesting maybe this was, uh, came from the Wuhan lab. What they, what, when, when you mock and ridicule and quote fact check people and, and basically call them stupid, right? Right. When you don't know yourself, uh, whether it's, and then you have to come back a year later and say, whoops, they were right. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they were right. They're, they're just, uh, uh, that says to me there is a political agenda at work a year ago to cover for China, perhaps, to try to damage President Trump, to try to, uh, well, that was the main thing, to try to damage President Trump. As you know, here he is again mishandling the response to COVID. So I'm just saying that uh, uh, these these uh, if you want to if you if these same experts would have said we don't know, we're open to an investigation. Time will tell. We'll find out. That's fine. That's okay. Even for scientists to admit that they don't know something exactly. And that maybe research and time will tell. But no, what they did was most of these people, they went after the uh, the uh, country bumpkin conservatives who don't understand science and who believe in the flat Earth. That's who Cruz and Trump are, and the uh, people who follow them, the crazy Christians. Uh, and we believe in science, so we know better, and we know this couldn't have come from the Wuhan lab. Uh, this came from bats, or whatever. And now they're wrong. Or at least 
at least it's uh, there's a strong people, even like Dr. Fauci, are reversing themselves, saying, you know what, uh, there needs to be an investigation. This may have been developed in the Wuhan lab and come from been released in China. And how this all resurfaced again, folks, if you don't know, the Wall Street Journal a few days back, like four or five days back or so, just a couple of days, uh, broke a story Mm -hmm. that said that there were a couple of scientists who were hospitalized in Wuhan. Three of the lab workers from that Wuhan lab. Three. In November of 2019. Okay. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's, that's the reason they are, they are, uh, but otherwise China is trying to prevent people from doing any kind of investigation, including the, the world health organization. All right, go ahead, Fred. Well, uh, just one more thing on this, this particular story. Mm -hmm. I remember when president Trump was raising questions, which is why he referred to it as the Wuhan virus, uh, about the fact that it may have been developed there that uh, the media like to use the phrase Trump was making unsubstantiated claims. Right. So it's now maybe proving that he was right. They're using the same phrase, unsubstantiated claims, with regards to possible voter fraud in some areas of this country last fall. Yeah. I wonder where we'll be a year from now. Mm-hmm. On That's that a good front. point. On That's that a front. good point. Every time President Trump made a claim, and sometimes he did so inarticulately, sometimes President Trump is prone to just letting it fly mm-hmm. when he probably could have been a little more careful about his words. We all understand that, but that's just how he is. That's how he talks. A lot of times he shoots from the hip mm-hmm. uh, or goes with his gut, and most of the time he's right. Uh, but with this, uh, with the election uh, situation, uh, you know, uh, he he may yet be proven right. That's what you're saying. It yes. may be the same thing with the Wuhan lab. Well, yeah, there's he, another court decision yesterday with regards to Fulton County in Georgia. A judge said, uh, we're going to go back and review that. So slowly, we have the Arizona audit going on right now. We got Fulton County in Georgia, one of the major counties there. Uh, now the judge is saying, no, we are going to review those ballots. So, it's starting to play out the investigation that President Trump, former President Trump, has been asking for for months. So let's see where we are a year from now in all of this. As perhaps some other judges will say, let's take a second look at all of these ballots. We just read this story right off the top of the show about uh, in, uh, in Illinois, a bunch of people in the country uh, who didn't we're, have a we're right automatically to vote. registered to, to automatic vote. voter registration, yeah. which is what many states now are putting laws in place to forbid this kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. By the way, kudos to Georgia, uh, their legislature and mm-hmm. their governor yes. for standing up to mm-hmm. these to the uh, pressure from the far left mm-hmm. uh, and all those companies that piled on after they passed the voter integrity law. Mm-hmm. Yes, which there was absolutely nothing wrong with it. Just Basically wanted to know they're basically basically trying to ensure that you are who you say you are when you vote, mm-hmm. right? And uh, all that pressure was brought to bear on Georgia, again the governor and the state legislature, and uh, they didn't bend. Nope. Yeah, yeah, and you know the, uh, the remember they changed after the election. It was fir- first they, they started off, and I'm talking about the Democrats and the media. They started off saying. There is no evidence. And you like how they make these definitive statements. Right. But we can't make definitive statements because we don't really know. 
They make these definitive statements. There is no evidence of voter fraud. They started with that for a few weeks. There is no evidence of voter fraud. Anyone who brought up the possibility of voter fraud, their, their Facebook was cut off. They were canceled. Well, then they changed it to there is no evidence of widespread voter fraud. <laughs> right. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. And so it's like we, we've, we've created a, a, uh, an environment in our country where a little bit of voter fraud is okay. Mm-hmm. As long as it can't, like, tilt the outcome. But really, everybody should be going, even Democrats should be going, we don't want any fraud. Yes. There should be, I mean, our voting is so serious, it's so it's so important uh, that we, we shouldn't be allowing any fraud. But there's almost this idea that, well, a little fraud's okay, especially well, as long and, as it helps the Democrats. And also, Ray, what they say, a, a clever line that the liberal media uses oftentimes, especially when it involves President Trump, is they say they'll say Trump says so and so without any evidence. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, our Cruz says so and so without any evidence. Rand Paul says so and so without any evidence. When in fact, uh, the, t- the uh, uh, an investigation has not been done, and our time has not passed enough to find out whether there was any evidence. Or not. It's interesting how the media got together on the morning of November the 4th, yes. so to speak, and with one voice said, no fraud, there's been no evidence, no convincing evidence, no massive evidence, right. no widespread evidence. And they kept changing, as Walker said, they kept changing the way they said it. There's no evidence that that any election would have been changed at all, even if there was a little bit here and a little bit there. But now we've got the drip, drip, drip. We've mm-hmm. got Arizona. We've got Georgia. Fred, we've got New Hampshire. Yes. They're talking about the machines up in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. And you keep hearing they're going to do something in Wisconsin. So it's this drip, drip, drip against the media narrative. And you wonder why the media locked step so quickly to deny any voter fraud, unless perhaps there was something that needed to be covered up. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Well, also, fin- uh, final note on this, and we've talked about this before. I don't know if this is final note, but the final note for this segment is that even if you discount any uh, voting machine uh, cheating, okay, if you say, well, that didn't happen or that couldn't have happened, um, switching votes or whatever, the uh, fact that that mail-in ballots were sent out in massive mass numbers in states Pennsylvania for one Georgia another they just sent out ballots unsolicited unsolicited right. ballots and uh, and where you normally have a 4% disqualification on returned ballots like this because people made errors they failed to sign it or they whatever normally have a, like a 4%, I think they average uh, 4 to 5% rejection. In this particular election, you had zero <laughs> or, or almost zero uh, of these mail-out ballots sent out unsolicited were rejected. Mm-hmm. So that, that, uh, that's, that, you know, that's. How does that, that happen? Well, that's what I'm asking. Yeah, I could, how does that happen? Couldn't spit it out, but that's what I'm asking. Yeah. All right, Fred. All right. Fred, have I, you not, to borrow from Don McLean, have you not got any happy news? <laughs> happy news. <laughs> happy news. Ask her for some happy news. Uh, 
Boy, I tell you what. Um, yeah. Well, that's okay. No, continue with the world's ending news. <laughs> Go ahead, Fred. We're, we're digging it. All right. Our Secretary of State, uh, Antony Blinken, is in uh, This is kind of, kind of good news. Yeah, in Jerusalem. This is good news? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Is that sarcastic, Walker? No, I'm being serious. Up? Okay. Yes. Yeah. He's in Jerusalem today, mm-hmm. and uh, he has repeated once again a story that we, re- we talked about in the last day or so, that now that the uh, ceasefire seems to be holding between Israel and Hamas terrorist-controlled Gaza, that uh, the United States plans to send millions of dollars to help rebuild Gaza. And Blinken said today that he's going to get together some other nations to help do that. And he says, he claims, kind of without any evidence, that he's going to keep those millions of dollars in aid away from the Hamas terrorists who run Gaza. Now, it's really important, folks. He said that with a straight face? Said it with a straight face. We're going to send millions of dollars of American taxpayers' dollars into Gaza. Now, to be one thing, if these terrorists lived in a little area over here near the Mediterranean no, they, coastline. They, they run the entire Gaza they Strip. Run, they run the <laughs> Gaza Strip. Right. right. And he says, but we're going to keep the money away from them. Now, who believes that? Yeah, the, the reason I said it's possibly a good news story is, number one, the U.S. is resupplying the Israeli missile defense good. system. Which is good. Uh, with the Iron Dome system. So that's good. But the reason it's good, you say, well, we, that should be an automatic given. Well, mm-hmm. with the Democrat radicals, many, some of them, especially your AOC and your Ilhan Omar and your others, they're, they're, for, they're anti-Israel. And, mm-hmm. and so... With that kind of pressure from the left, Biden is resupplying the Iron Dome missile supply, and the White House has approved an $800 million arms sale to Israel. So you're saying that's to, his, that's to Biden's credit? That's to Biden's credit. And Blinken is doing a press conference with Netanyahu stating that he supports the nation of Israel. Mm-hmm. So, And the White House has spoken out against anti-Semitism. So let's yeah, get, and they've said that Israel has a right to defend themselves. Yeah, so, so, so we need to give credit where yeah, credit is due. The, the Biden administration has got the issues here. That's all the here. credit I'm going to give Biden for the rest of the year right there, though. <laughs> <laughs> We're, done. We're done. We're done. We're finished. <laughs> We're finished. Uh, hey, let me just say this uh, so people don't think we don't. Uh, understand the the gravity of the situation in Gaza. I do feel sorry for the for the the Palestinian. I, I call them Arabs. They're they're that live in Gaza. They're Palestinians. They're they're non-Jews. That's a that's a place. I don't know how long. You know, is that like twenty miles long, twenty five miles long along the coastline there in southern Israel? Ray, would you yeah, guess that'd be about tiny, the It's a tiny strip. Sliver. It's, it's a, that's a good word. It's a tiny sliver, and there are tens of thousands of people crammed in there. Yeah. So what? What? just so you can have sympathy for those people, folks, and I'm not talking about having sympathy for Hamas, hmm. which basically is the mob that runs that little strip of land. You've got a ton of people packed in this little area. And they, uh, most of them have no say in what goes on uh, because Hamas runs the place. As I said, imagine like a mob running a neighborhood. And they live in squalor. They're, it's a, basically a hopeless situation. So 
th- that is real. Now, you know, uh, so when Israel bombs that place I'm talking about right there, people do die, uh, innocent people who do die. That's just, sorry to say, that's just how it is. But, it, but if Israel doesn't bomb those places that they target, which, by the way, they warn people, I don't know who else does this in the world. They give a one-hour warning that they're about to bomb a place so people can get out, even the bad guys. Uh, they, uh, you know, unfortunately, that's the that's what happens is buildings fall and people die. So that is that. Ray, would you disagree with any, how I've described that in any way? No, it's. I mean, they've got almost two million people. Tim, I just looked it up while you were talking. I mean. Almost two million people jammed in there, an area just, but they say twice the size of the District of Columbia, a little a little sliver, right up there by the Mediterranean. So it's an awful living situation. There, and, and we'd all agree it's not, it's nobody's ideal place to live, and it's not. It's one of the most dangerous places on earth, and it's in bad hands because Hamas is running. So no, I wouldn't disagree with anything. Yeah, and I would say this too. Uh, there are no Arab nations saying we won't. Hey, let the Palestinians come in here. They're our brothers. We'll 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 let them. Uh, we'll absorb them into our country. Uh, Egypt. Uh, Egypt doesn't want them. Uh, uh, Jordan doesn't want them. There are a lot of Jordan. Now there are a lot of Palestinians who went to Jordan post nineteen sixty seven as refugees in the war, uh, uh, you know, no other Arab nation I know is going, hey, we'll solve this problem. Let all the Palestinians come here. We'll take them in. It's a Muslim. We're a Muslim country. They're Muslims. Right. They're Arab. We're Arab. No, that's not happening. And you wonder, well, why is that? Why is that? So they're, they're the, those people in Gaza in particular now, the other Arabs who live in Israel, they they've they've got a pretty good. Uh, they, it's much different than what's going on in Gaza. The Arabs that live in the, uh, the West Bank, for example, Nazareth, Bethlehem, uh, or there's some other towns, Ray, that fall into that. Uh, uh, Jericho, Jericho, sure. Other places along the Dead Sea, uh, you know, they've got it much, 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 much better than the uh, Palestinians who live in the Gaza Strip. I also saw a statistic, I think Ben Shapiro, the conservative uh, commentator, put out a statement or a tweet on the number of Palestinians that live in Israel or the number of Arabs that live within Israel. Right. And compared to how many Jews live in Arab-run countries (laughs) and Muslim-majority countries like Iran, like Turkey, like the Gaza Strip, Saudi like Arabia, Egypt, like Saudi Arabia. I mean, the number was minuscule, and then you've got uh, nearly two million Arabs living in Israel. Yes, and you've got maybe a, thousand, a couple thousand living in Turkey mm-hmm. or uh, or Egypt. The Jews, Israel's a Jewish state. About twenty twenty five percent of the population in Israel is Arab. Mm-hmm. Well, they're allowed freedom of religion. Yes, they can go to the mosque. And they're members but, of the Knesset. But if you put Jews in Saudi Arabia <laughs> or, uh, you know, another uh, another uh, uh, Muslim-dominant country, I don't think, Ray, I don't think they're going to be allowed to have their synagogue 
up in the middle of a Muslim country. Maybe I'm wrong about that. In most places, that's entirely true. Right. So they certainly can't be part of the government. Oh, no. As Arabs are in Israel. No, no. All right. You're listening to today's issues on American Family Radio. So Israel gets uh, an unfair, they get unfair treatment from the international media, uh, many in the American media, and uh, they get, and, and, and there's a unnatural hatred for Jews that's biblical. Yes. All right. That's why you wonder why did why did Jewish people sitting at a restaurant in Los Angeles get attacked by Muslim pro-Palestinian people? They're like four thousand miles away from the uh, from the conflict over there. It's because these people hate Jews. Yes. Just because they're Jews. And that's the next part of this story is that what has happened in the Middle East over the last 11 days up to the ceasefire is now giving evidence to the anti-Semitism in this country. It's been here for a long time. In the U.S. But but you, you mentioned the incidents in L.A., in New York, some of the video that's come out, a couple of Jewish people just walking down the street. That's all they were doing. And they were attacked by 40 or 50 pro-Palestinians who proceeded to beat them to a pulp. Uh, I mean, I saw a picture of one of these Jewish gentlemen. He's in a hospital. You can hardly recognize his face. Here's the specific numbers that I that I cited. This is from Ben Shapiro. Hmm. So Israel, Israel has a total population of about 9 million people. Mm-hmm. Of those, 2 million, 2 million of those are Arabs. Yes. Well, in Iran, a country of 83 million, mm-hmm. there's only 8,000 Jews. Yes. In Iran. Tiny man. In Iraq there's four Jews and I'm not I'm not joking here. There's four Jews in, in Iraq the whole, in the whole country? Yes, that, that wow. that's documented. Um in Syria there's zero. Uh, uh, uh Syria has 17 million people in it. Lebanon has a total of 100 Jews out of 7 million people. Saudi Arabia has zero Jews allowed out of 34 million people and Jordan has zero out of 10 million. Yeah. So uh, Israel is more than generous with allowing the Arabs. And yet the United Nations usually blames Israel for everything. But just to go back to what's going on in this country, it is tragic. And Congressman Lee Zeldin was on Fox and Friends this morning commenting about the attacks in this country against Jewish people. Cut five. This is just raw hate, and uh, unfortunately, while there's been some equivocation and uh, trying to lump this type of hate against Jews with all other forms of hate, like all hate matters, uh, you're not seeing that singular, emphatic, forceful condemnation of anti-Semitism and a lot of weak responses. Yeah, very, very tragic. Uh, We know that the squad and squad members, very critical of Israel, there's one more story, and we're going to, we're almost to the end of the program here. You may remember back in March, uh, March 22nd, the attack that took place at the supermarket in Boulder, Colorado. The accused man there, Ahmad Alawi Alisa, is back in court today. Now, you may remember there were nine customers inside that store and workers who were shot and killed, point blank range. And I think one of the first three police officers who entered the store. He's back in court today. What you're probably not hearing in the mainstream media is this. This grocery store 
is in an area of Boulder, Colorado that has a lot of Jewish customers. So you're saying this guy went there for that reason? He lives more than 30 miles away. He had to drive 30 oh, miles okay. to this particular grocery store. Which was known to have a lot of Jewish customers. Yes. Hmm. Gotcha. The media is not talking about that. Yeah, I haven't heard that. A few, a, a few outlets have, have just dared to mention it. He had never been to that store before. He gets up some morning. Yeah. This is the way the paint this is the way the story is is out there. Well, they had hoped sure. it was a it was a white MAGA supporter. Right. The mainstream <laughs> media, they were they were hoping this guy was a white guy, mm-hmm. maybe from a Christian cult, and he had a MAGA hat on. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were hoping for. But instead they get a Muslim mm-hmm. uh immigrant yes. who looks May, like he may be white. That's why they immediately covered it. Said he was a white guy, but uh, but like you. So this suggests you're talking about anti-Semitism. Yes, that suggests that the I guy. I hate crime. Huh? I hate crime. I hate crime. That suggests that the guy intentionally drove 30 miles. He probably could have found 10 grocery stores within five miles of his house, but instead yeah. he drives to this place where the Jews are. Yes, and kills them. But you haven't heard much about that. No mention of hate crime. No mention of anti-Semitism in these stories. Like you right. said, if it was somebody else, yeah. you know, uh, one of those wackos conservatives. Yeah. But in this case, oh, he must be mentally ill. And that's the way it's being played out right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He may be mentally ill, but uh, if he were a white guy, they would say it's his Christian fundamentalism <laughs> that causes him to murder people. Yeah. yeah. That's what they would say. When it's a Muslim, who uh, this guy was evidently kind of a nominal Muslim, but if it was a Muslim, they're going to say no, it was mental illness. Yeah, yeah. mental illness, and it's a, he's a lone wolf. Yeah. Or his gun got up out of bed. Right. Yeah. And got in the truck. Gun violence. Gun yes. violence. Yes. Gun violence. All right. Thank you, Fred. You are welcome. We shall return momentarily with more of today's issues here on American Family Radio. Walker. Tim Ray will return with uh, Chris Woodward. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.